Good morning, everybody. Something a little bit different we did last week. We're going to kind of continue again this week. Uh, we're in a relationship series. Uh, some of you have seen that, been with us uh, already for a couple of weeks. And uh, uh, we just thought that it would be good since last week we heard from some older, not I say older, they get, I got you know some kickback from them, uh, some more mature couples uh, that we said had kind of been married for a minute. And I thought it'd be kind of cool that we just um, let all of us maybe kind of lean in and hear from some couples who have only been married maybe for a second. And uh, so come on, would you clap real big for all of our couples today that are coming up here. Kevin, Paula, come on, let's go. Brittany, Tony, Jack, Jen, come on, keep clapping for them. Come on, Robert, Jordana. Come on, here they come. Come on, keep clapping for everybody. Do y'all know where you're supposed to sit? Do y'all know? Do y'all know where you're sitting? Does everybody, everybody got a seat? Come on. Got microphones behind you guys or in between you, so grab a microphone there. And uh, again, we're going to just kick off. Uh, we had a great, great time last week. And again, uh, I just thought it would be cool to hear from some people who have been uh, in the church for a little while and maybe kind of new to church. Uh, that you, you and I just get, get a chance to hear uh, from their perspective just some stuff that's real life, um, stuff that all of us deal with in marriage. And uh, uh, we, you know, not trying to give any trick questions or anything. We, we talked about that last week, just real honest and vulnerable. I told the, the uh, more mature couples, hey, kind of be real. And uh, hopefully you, you got a chance to lean into that and, and hear some stuff along, along that line because uh, marriage is a big deal. And uh, a lot of us uh, have had a uh, couple different relationships and, and, and maybe some live-ins that didn't work out and, and some live-outs that didn't work out. And uh, uh, we're, 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 this is a no-judgment zone church. And um, so whether you find yourself single and, and looking, um, uh, maybe wondering about all kinds of things with guys and girls and wondering about some things with you've been married and burned or, or happily married, um, we welcome all kinds of people to just keep moving forward in their relationship with God. Can you clap right there for everybody in the room? Yeah. Uh, we said this last week, and I'm going to kind of jump off again this week, and then we're going to start asking some questions that I kind of gave to these guys so that so nobody's, nobody's uh, coming in here. Uh, uh, we, we don't like to shock anybody, uh, so we kind of give them the heads up. But we said this last week that a perfect marriage is just two imperfect people who refuse to give up on each other. So if you're looking for a perfect marriage, it's just don't quit. Just don't quit. Don't quit on the person that you're with, and that's got a lot of different issues we could talk about and take, but uh, I, I would dare say there is a reason why you got together. Uh, some people might have gotten together with uh, crazy situations, and, and yet I, I've heard all kinds of crazy situations where people got together, and they're still together. And, and then I know situations where, if, if, you, if you will, they, they, were, they were got together with the golden spoon in their mouth, and, and they didn't wind up staying together. So there, there's got a lot to say about us just realizing that, that I'm imperfect, and, and, and she or he is imperfect, and, and we're going we're gonna to work on us, and we're going we're gonna to make this marriage work for the glory of God. Amen, everybody? Um, I, I've said this before, but, but again, I just kind of throw this out there at the front, and uh, then we'll start asking some questions. Is that we, we got this crazy idea in Hollywood and, 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 and people magazines and all kinds of stuff that we're, gro we're growing up with. Uh, kids are little girls, you know, mainly. Boys are playing with trucks and eating, you know, spiders. And then girls are out there playing with dolls and all that kind of thing and thinking about the man of their dream. Uh, most girls. Uh, uh, but marriage, marriage isn't to make you happy. Marriage is to make you holy. 
Let me dive a little deeper just for a second. Uh, if happiness is your goal in marriage, you are going to have a lot of unhappy days. But if becoming holy more and more like God is your goal, you will become happy in that. So it's not about becoming happy. She or he's going to make me happy. Well, you know, I'm, tar I'm sorry. But the only person you're going to be able to get your quote-unquote happiness from is a person named Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, but marriage, the design of marriage is to make you holy, meaning more and more godlike, more and more patient, more and more loving, more and more kind, more and more generous, more and more selfless. And so if you'll work that and massage that maybe uh, as a married couple or you're dating, you're, you're engaged and you're thinking about that, if you'll just work that for the next uh, uh, while in your, in your week, thinking about that, I think it's really going to help you. Come on, let's go. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to start over here. Come on, what we want to do is just introduce the couples. Y'all tell everybody who you are and, and kind of how long you got here and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Jack, Jen, go. Uh, Jack Pastrana. Jenny, Jenny Petrana. <laughs> um, we've been coming here for about eight months. Wow, eight months now. Um, our good friend Lily got baptized. Yay! We, we, we came to that, and we were in another church, and we really just loved the atmosphere here and the people, and we just felt really warm and welcome. Come on, y'all should clap for that. Come on, everybody. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Robert Giordano. Um, Robert too. Giordano too. Um, we've been married for five years, going on six in June. Um, yay, yay, <laughs> made it, yeah. come on, made it. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for 15 years, yeah. um, and uh, we've been coming to the church for a long time. Long time, like, no, know, like long time. Can't, can't remember when, um, but we, we just love, you know, Pastor Gary, Pastor Kimberly, we just love the whole church. Um, and we just kind of keep coming. <laughs> awesome. Just keep coming. Serving yeah. children's ministry, serving, uh, help us out in children's ministry. Are you guys doing yeah. that right now? I know you were. No, not right, not right now. now. Okay. No. Two children, two children, yes. two, two children. children. Boy and a girl. Wait. Boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, boy and a girl. Okay, here we go. Uh, Tony and Brittany. Alanis. Uh, we've been together for, uh, since 2010 and married for six years. Um, thank you. <laughs> You guys, you guys can clap, you know, for anything you want to clap on. Okay, here we go. Yeah, and we both serve in different areas in ministry. I do usher. Um, my father-in-law got me involved very quick when I was dating Brittany. <laughs> uh, and then we did the youth um, ministry for a few years. And Brittany does the morning announcements and other areas here yeah. in the church. Yeah, awesome. Uh, two children, one on the way. Come on, let's go. Girl dad. Come on, all girls. Three girls. This is the girl club. All right, Kevin, Paula, let's go. Hi, Kevin, and this is Paula. Uh, we've been going here since what, July. Uh, oh, last Come year, on. last year, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, we've been, uh, we've been married for five years now, uh, just like yeah. June. Uh, June. Six, we're going to hit six, uh, six years wow. in June also. Come on. Or July, my bad. Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, guys. Whoa. It's all right. Um, hey, you were early. You were early. We've been together since 08. So. Okay. Been together since 08. It's been a while. Um, we got two kids, a boy and a girl. Yep. And, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. 
Come on, one more time. Give it up for our panel here. Come on, we're going to hear some stuff. Here we go. Let's jump in. Uh, let's start right. Let's start. Since you guys ended, Kevin Paula, here we go. Here's a question. How do you guys handle disagreements and fights? How do you handle that? Because I, I was raised, I said last week with the, with the uh, uh, older couples, I was raised and I've been in church all my life. And, and um, I've been in some ministers' meetings and some pastors' meetings, and I've been, in, you know, listening to, you know, conferences, and, and the people up there that were up here giving the word would say, you know, me and my wife, we never argue. And I, I wanted to jump up and say, you're a liar. You're just a liar. If you, don't, uh, if you don't argue, then somebody, one or the other, is the dominant one, and the other person is the suppressed one, and you do not have a relationship. Come on, you've got a communist regime in your marriage. <laughs> so come on, how do you guys handle arguments? How do you guys handle fights? What do you do? Um, so since we were together, um, and you know, I was still in high school and stuff like that, I could, I look back and we argued about a lot of little things. Pretty much because I was really immature, or we were really immature, we were figuring things out, we were really young. Um, so it was one of those things that, like, you know, you could be annoying. I don't know. There's some young people in here, too, or starting, you know, you're starting to date. Um, little things tick you off, and you're not really grounded, I could say, I guess, in, like, who you are in Christ and things like that. So a lot of that um, happened personally for me. And so um, a lot of insecurities and things like that would come out. He would, I don't know, it just got annoying, right? Even with him, though, same. Like, a lot of, I think yours was more. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty bad, yeah. It was pretty, yeah, it was kind of scary. But um, even now, with how we handle it, I mean, it's bound to happen. So I, I guess our argument, disagreement cup just gets full. And that's when, like, all right, let's go. Let's, let's just, let's go put, at it. Put on, the, put on the, yeah, let's, 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 let's go. Put the gloves on, start arguing. But in the end, you know, we... We love each other. We, we figure it out. We, um, we know not to go to bed angry. We'll always wow. try to figure it out. Well, say that. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's dig there. So you don't go to bed angry. We do not. So how many, how many all-nighters have you had? I mean, Red uh, Bull, caffeine? It, you know, it never, it never gets like that. Okay. Um, we, we'll say stuff like, all right, fine, I'm going to leave. I'll go to the living room and sleep there. But we'll either one of If I say it, she'll like, no, stay in bed. Let's work this out. We'll usually try to pray it out um, or wow, just, just try to talk to, talk to each other, um, may, probably just lay in bed and then just give it time, give it time for a little bit. And then when we're ready to talk to good. each other in a good awesome. manner voice, then we just... Okay, come on. Somebody else got something to say. How do you handle arguments, disagreements? Somebody jump in. Um, Go. Yeah. So, you know, there's times where we'll have disagreements or, you know, when we get in arguments, um, kind of... There's times where, you know, we're in bed and we're just laying there and nobody's talking. Um, you know, once cooler heads prevail, we'll, we'll kind of sit there and we'll, we'll discuss with each other's kind of the point of view that we had with that argument because, you know, arguments are from two different, two point of views. And, you know, hearing her out and what she saw with it and kind of her hearing out what I had, kind of um, just, you know, talking with each other and, you know, seeing each other's point of view helps us kind of get through the problem and say, okay, that's the reason why we got upset, you know, and it, it kind of helps us strengthen um, our marriage and, you know, okay, we know that those routes are, you know, not to be taken and we'll steer, you know, in the right it's direction. Great. Basically. It's great. It's great. So there's a, so even in an argument, there can be a commonality and you can actually grow from an argument. 
So my advice is fight more. No, I'm, don't fight more. I'm just kidding. Don't fight more. But Jack, Jen, what? What you got to yeah, say? So uh, I have to. I have to. My dad's in the audience and he lives with us, so I kind of have uh -oh. to. He's gonna, uh -oh. he's, gonna, he's gonna stand up and yell if we're saying the wrong thing. Um, no. no, I'm kidding. But we've we've talked about it over the years of you know we've argued on and off, and it's kind of like we have we realize we kind of have ground rules like we never curse at each other, we never use the Lord's name, things like that. And I feel like that keeps it, you know, from getting very, very extreme, yeah. you know? And then, um, yeah, just, I I'm the type of person that I want to talk about it right then. <laughs> and Jenny wants to, like, I need time. And I'm like, there, there is time, but I'm like, we ain't got time. We need to figure it out right now. So I've learned, you know, to like give her time. And like Good. you said, like laying oh, there awesome. and no one might be saying anything. And I'm sitting there stirring, like I need to talk about wow. it. Wow, awesome. Jen, you want to say something? Um, yeah, I think it, it took us a while to really figure out yeah. that I need to gather my thoughts. And I usually will tell him, like, hey, I can't talk about it right now because nothing that comes out of my mouth is going to be productive or going to help whatever situation's going on. Wow. So we've learned to kind of um, give me, like, at least 20 minutes. Like, I'll come back. We'll talk about it. And he's really good at keeping me accountable for that. <laughs> Because sometimes I'm like, no, we're good, we're good, because I'm not, you know, upset anymore. Yeah. But the fact that, because it's going to happen again if you don't address it. So um, it's, like he was saying, identifying, like, what it is that you're arguing about, because sometimes it's not that, you know, uh, dirty yeah. dish. It yeah. might be something someone did, like, a few days before um, that kind of came up. So I think it's just identifying what it is and then knowing, point. yeah, knowing each other's trigger points. At that moment, he'll honor me by allowing me to walk away. Yeah. And then sometimes I need to put my pride away and be like, no, this is honoring him because he wants to talk about it right now. Wow. So, so that's a great word right there. Let's talk about it. It's not on our list, but you just hit something. Does everybody know your spouse's trigger points? That if you go there, come on, we got World War III coming, baby. <laughs> if you talk about this, if you, if you, so... Just, we don't need to discuss that, but you need to know what ticks off your spouse, like gets them off the deep end that they start thinking about maybe no return. You, you, you better know that because you don't want to go there. Um, uh, I think it would be healthy to somehow, some way, begin opening up the door to why that is such a trigger point in your life. Did something happen in your past or, or, or whatever? So... Um, you guys? Yeah, so we're also like Jack and Jenny, except I'm Jenny and she's Jack. She, <laughs> she likes to take care of the problem right then and there. I gather my thoughts. I don't want to say anything also that's unproductive and that could come off very rude. Um, I kind of have a tone sometimes when I speak. So I know what I intend to say doesn't really present itself that way. So I need to gather my thoughts and Basically, it's all timing, too. Like, when we have certain discussions, there's a time and place for it. So I think we learned that after a couple of years, and um, it's benefited us. Yeah, good. It was hard at first because I wanted to deal with it right away, and I would take offense when he wasn't ready to talk about it. And I would think that that was him. Um, like, there was... You know, early on in our relationship, it was all about me. So whatever he was doing, like, oh, it was affecting me, you know, so, so badly. So I really had to put myself aside and understand 
once he finally explained to me why he needed that extra time. And, and I didn't know that he didn't want to talk about it because all he had were like mean things or whatever, un unproductive <laughs> things to say to me, right? And for me, I just wanted to work through it. So I think just allowing him that time was definitely hard. It wasn't an easy thing, but now I know that's a benefit to our relationship. Cool. All right, here's another question that we asked these guys. If they agreed or disagreed, I, I think it's so, but you know, I want to get their perspective. Here's the question, uh, quote unquote, marriage is, a, is the toughest thing I've ever done. Is that true for you guys? Is marriage the toughest thing you've ever done? Robert, Jordana. Jordana, grab the microphone. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. For me, um, depending, I say yes. It's hardest thing. You know, there's, you know, before marriage, it was all about yourself, and you didn't really have to worry about an, another person's feelings or, you know, any, any another person's wants or needs or anything like that. And then once you get married, you, you start to realize that, you know, there's, there's another person that you have to think about that, you know, it's not just about yourself. Now it, it, it's, it's your wife. And then, you know, once we have kids, it's all, you know, the kids. And it, it's, it, you have to think about, like Garrett, Pastor Gary said, you know, you have to become selfless. And it's all about, you know, your spouse. And you got to make sure that she's fulfilled with her needs and, you know, her wants. And, you know, it, any type of, you know, uh, decisions you make you got to make sure that you you know talk with wife or you got to make sure you know she's okay with decisions you make and like you don't want to come home with a new boat without talking to her or something like exactly. that okay all right all right Jordana okay um I think it is one of the hardest things but for me as of right now he's making it really easy wow he's fulfilling come on give it up for Robert today making it easy he works and he comes home and I know he's already tired, but he gives me like an hour or so I'm, so I can go by myself and he takes care of the key, kids. He can actually cook. So he's doing like an amazing job. Look at you. Job. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> so as of right now, yes, it's hard, but he's yeah. making it really Just season. That's awesome. Way to go. Good job. Who, come on, somebody. Marriage, toughest thing you've ever done. Why? Kevin, go. Um, it's, it is probably one of the hardest things, but I wouldn't say it's my, the, the hardest thing okay. All right. Um, right now. Like she said, um, it's kids. Um, <laughs> but, kids um, are the hardest thing. <laughs> no, but I don't know, uh, with Paula, it's, I mean, through the years, she's made it, I guess, really easy, too. She's really, I mean, we've, we're really relaxed. We're chill. Um, so, I mean, right? I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I would say the same. Um, maybe it's parenting is the hardest thing, number one right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but marriage is always going to be hard. And whenever you feel like, oh, we've got a rhythm, it's, it's cool. Something comes up, you know, something may come up. And it might not be directly like your marriage, but other things, your family, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, all these things. Yeah. And you just deal with it together. And um, like they said, too, like Kevin makes it super easy. He's in school. He's working and he's in the reserves and then so sometimes he gets home at 10 10 30 and then I, we have two kids at home um, and then I sometimes work weekends sometimes he has he has class on weekends so we don't have like the time that we used to have obviously um, but it's so easy to love to forgive it's easy to look past whatever like 
um, earlier about fights, I wanted to mention, like, before we even get into any type of argument, because we don't have a lot of time with each other, um, I kind of have to step back and say, like, is this worth it? You know, is this worth going in after, you know, or should should it be a pass? So, yeah, um, yeah it's been it's been good right now. I think we're just focusing on other things. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Here's another question for somebody to jump into. What one area gives you the most challenge? So here you are married. One one area in your marriage gives you the most challenge. Is it? Is it like um, everybody's except Jack and Jen got kids right now? Uh, you know, what is it? Money? Is it if you want to dive in there a minute? The sexual thing? Is it the time thing? Is it the just communication thing? Come on, what's the one thing that gives you the most challenge in marriage? Tony, you get ready. The area that gives us the most challenge, well, I think, is um, just. We're both full-time working parents. We come home exhausted from just physically, emotionally draining jobs. Um, just having the energy for the other person. Um, great. Yeah, you just, you can go, get into a habit where you just wanna go home and do things for yourself, but you gotta remember that you do have a family and yeah. they, they are priority. Right. Um, if you neglect them, it's gonna show in your marriage. You're gonna stray away. Um, Good word, yeah. good word. Yeah. Come on, somebody else. Go. Yeah, I would, I would say for, for me, it's um, time because, like, I, I work and then I, I have, like, a business on the side. So I'm always, like, I've, I feel like we're young and we don't have kids. In my head, I'm thinking that. So I'm like, now is the time to get it. Now is the time to grind. But I have to remember that, you know, my wife, her, her love language is quality time. Hmm. And so for me, I'll get home not too late, like 9, 30, 10, and then we'll, we'll, sit, we'll sit down and, you know, sitting next to each other. And to me, I'm like, well, we're, we're together, right? We're next to each other, you know? We're, we, 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 we Come talk. on, man. Come on, all the men said amen in the room. You know, so, and then, and then we'll do that, let's say two hours, Monday, Tuesday, right? So then in my head, I'm like, we've done eight hours. Like, that's, that's a whole day. That's a whole day worth. And then she'll come to me later, frustrated, say we haven't spent no quality time and that's not, but then I have to realize like, it's quality. Yeah. Time is not necessarily quantity, yeah. and she wants me to Good. set t time aside to like actually Good. plan something and like you know set a date and date night and things yeah. like that. So I have to. So for me, so for me, it's it's time. Cool, and, cool, great. Other cha challenging guys. Um, for me, it, I mean, it's not a hard hard challenge, but you know, communication. Um, there's times where I feel like she's talking to me and she'll she thinks I'm not listening. Most of the times, I. Am, I think, but then there's those times there's those times where you know she's speaking and I don't hear anything at all and she'll she'll you know twenty minutes later say, you know, I asked you to do this one thing and I was like, you never told me at all. So, you know, just communication, making sure that you know I'm I'm there when she's speaking to me and um, that's just something I gotta work on. Um, yeah. yeah. Jordana? Um I think I struggle with I like my house to be in a certain way, like clean, organized, things have to go in a certain way. But Robert is like the total opposite. I try to make it easy where like, there's a basket for your shoes, you know, so when you come in the house, it's easy for you. <laughs> but he's like all over the place, so. See everywhere he's been, right, all yeah, over the house? <laughs> kind of, but he's, yeah, so that's one of the problems that I kind of have the most with, you know. Right trying to take it easy on him because I'm totally like a, I like things very clean and organized and he's not, he's like all over the place. 
So I try to help him, you know, try to be organized, <laughs> try to help because he, he is loses. It work, is it working? Um, is it working? Yes, it's it working work because he doesn't lose his keys anymore as often. <laughs> he doesn't lose his wallet as much as often. Yeah. Come on. Come on, yes, wives. It's helping. Come on, wives. We need it's you. <laughs> Gosh, Jen, come on. Um, just to kind of go back to what he was saying, I think, um, yeah, well, at the beginning, we, we don't have kids. We've been together for seven years. I'm uh, going to be married five years. Um, so I think because we don't have kids right now, it's a good time to kind of um, focus on, you know, each other. Um, but one of the things that I used to struggle with was the quality time. And then I realized that I was depending on him for you know, that, that like love or that quality time. So I've um, been able to manage that. And that's good for people that are barely starting with relationships um, and just got married or whatnot, but the focus is God. And through that, um, I've been able to just look to God for, for you know, the, the, that true, so you know, good. love and, and, and alone time. Come on, so um, good. Because then when we do have our quality time, it's not going to be like, well, you know, these last five days we weren't together or whatnot because, like, I'm at peace with that. Like, my love language is full from him. So good. Yeah. Come on. Come on, everybody. Hey, let me tell you, you want to do the best thing for your marriage, men and women, fall in love with Jesus first. Come on. Fall in love with Jesus first. And if he is the number one person that you are having time with, and hopefully from that, you'll be able to love your spouse and then uh, love your children as well. Awesome. Hey, we asked this question. What scares you about the future? I mean, here you guys are married. You're young. You know, we got lots of different stuff going on in our own country, in the world. We've got racism stuff. Uh, we've got all kinds of uh, uh, economic things that could potentially happen. We got coronavirus. What, what, come on. What, what scares you as you look at the future? Or, or does it scare you? Somebody? Kevin? I mean, I, I don't really look too far into the future. I'm more <laughs> into the maybe week, two months less than a year kind wow, of Wow, you're a planner, Kevin. Yeah, you're a planner. I, I am. Um, it, uh, yeah, so I don't really, yeah, okay. try not to stress right. out about it too much. Okay. Then I'll just All right. not. Paula, get the mic, Paula. Get the mic. I was telling Kevin because he was kind of going um, through this with me last night, and this was what he said, and I thought he was kidding because the way that he acts or, or the moves that he takes in life, it, it kind of feels like he's looking at year 10. I feel like he's looking at us at 60 years old. So he might be thinking that, but somehow he's doing the right thing. So that's great. All right. All right. All right. I, think, I think the biggest thing that scares me the most is, I mean, raising our children in, like, in just today um, and really thinking to myself, like, are we doing the best we can to raise them, you know, the fear of the Lord, the way they should word. go and things like that. Um, yeah, I think that's, word. I think word. that's yeah. the fear that Tony, Brittany, what scares you? Yeah, I think for me, it's mostly finances. You know, are we going to be at the same place we're at now? Or, like, what's the future going to hold? What's it going to look like for a house we're renting right now? You know, we're living in San Diego, so there's lots of um, barriers that come and different challenges. So really just looking, like, financially, what's that going to look like? And there's kind of, like, a big question mark. Um, and then just really having to shift gears whenever, you know, you're faced with a fear and just knowing 
that, well, I've seen God show up like a million times in the past, so I know he's going to show up for us in the future. Um, so our, our faith and our hope is definitely in God, but that's just something that stands out something to me there. is the big yeah. money situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Robert, you're down. Anything scary? Um, I don't know. I don't want to mean to a, a, thir- a, a third like that, child, you know? maybe a third child. Is that scary? No. Okay. Um, just kind of thinking about in the future, like, you know, a point where I don't have my spouse anymore, you know, and mm. you know, the marriage is so intertwined we're, we're together. So, you know, so often like just kind of seeing a future where I don't have her there, mm. it, it really scares me, yeah. you know, and I, I know we discussed it and that's like something that just, kind of really hits home where it's like, you know, there, there could be a day where, you know, I come home and you're not there. And mm. that's just something that mm. really scares us. All right. <clears throat> Jordana? Yeah, I think it's the same thing for me. He's, he's my rock, my best friend. And just to think that one day he might not be there just, I guess, does scare me. Yeah. And so I think that that would be uh, good even right now for all of us to, to, like we said earlier, you know, what Jen said, build our relationship with Christ, right? So that no matter what comes, come on, he's going to make us and he's going to allow us to get through those difficult times and difficult seasons, whether it's losing a spouse young and or later in life. Those are, those are challenging, very challenging things. But again, time after time, come on, we found that God will be with us no matter what we're facing. Amen, everybody? Yeah. Come on, guys, scare you? Future? Uh, um, I think for me, uh, growing apart when kids do come into our life, because I know the dynamic is going to change. I know the priorities are going to change. Right now, we get to do a lot of things for ourselves. Um, but I'm excited to get to that point, but it's kind of yeah. the unknown, you know? Yeah. But that's where, you know, we trust in God that as long as we continue to put Him at the center, that, you know, fruit will grow out of that. Right. right. Jack, anything? Um, I mean, for me, it'd be more like when we do have kids, you know, like kind of like she said, like raising them the right way, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like it's really important that we live um, with discipline and structure, you know, doing certain things so, you know, our, so we could, so it won't be such a huge change. Like, let's say we're watching TV for eight hours a day, and then when the kids come, are we supposed to all of a sudden stop? Like, that's not realistic, yeah. right? So the kids are going to do whatever you do. So right. if we're picking up books, the kids are going to see, like, oh, our parents read. We should read. So I'm, that's where I think more, Good. like, fearful of how we're going to, like, raising them up when we Good. do have them. Good. Here we go. Another couple of questions. Come on. How many of you are enjoying this today? Guys are helping us this morning. I like hearing from these younger couples. Uh, where, where does the Word of God come into play in your marriage relationship? Just help me. Where, where does, you know, every day, I mean, here we are in church Sunday. I, I know you guys are here connected with us. But where does the Word of God come into play in just everyday, everyday life? Or does it come to play? Um, I think for me or for us um, specifically right now, um, like the song earlier, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I think that the Word of God gives us a lot of hope for our future. There are a lot of things that we don't know, things that we're still trying out. We're super new. We're n- new parents. I just uh, turned my hobby into business, stuff like that. Just Kevin dipping into a different work area and, and things like that. Um, things are really scary sometimes, but we do have hope, and and the Word of God strengthens our faith to just keep going, keep pressing on, Good. taking the next step, and Good. just being confident that um, you know, all things work together for good. Yeah, so. good, good, awesome. 
Brett? Yeah, I think for us is just that's kind of like the rock and which we're on. So we constantly just bring ourselves back to that when either of us is having like a freak out moment or when either of us is going through super difficult, really going back to what does the word of God say and then reminding not only ourselves, but then encouraging the other person because like the relationship with God can be so individual, but then we both individually need to get strong so that we can, you know, strengthen the other. If that's a text, that is a scripture verse or something just to really encourage um, each other, we try to do that. And then also with the parenting, I mean, really wanting to instill that in Taylor and taking advantage of um, every opportunity to talk about God and like the creation, but then also, you know, having Christian music around too, so that she's getting into it and then comes on Sundays and hears a song that she knows from the house. Like, that's exciting for us when it's like, oh, I taught her that. Sunday school didn't teach her that, but like, that Come was on. us, Come you on. know? Good. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. Word of God coming to play in a relationship. Jordana. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it touches, you know, the Word of God is within our relationship and on, on all, um, you know, aspects of it. Um, you know, God is the foundation of our marriage. And, you know, whenever there, like, like everybody said, you know, whenever there's, you know, troubling times, we always go back to him and make sure that, you know, we just let him guide our way. And, yeah. you know, he's always, he's always the, the, the rock that we go back to whenever there's any problems. So good. Yeah, anything? Yeah. Guys? Um, I'd say, I mean, we, Jenny and I would not be married if it was not for God. Like, we have a pretty, pretty hectic, crazy story. Um, and, like, for, like, kind of like Brittany said, we really use it for encouragement. You know, like, we, we, I encourage her and she encourages me and tells, just reminds us of who we are, right? And, and that we're the child of, you know, of yes. God and that our, our, our father created the universe. And if, and just whenever she's feeling down, yeah. we can speak that into each other's life, yeah. you know, that truth. And it just, it, it means so much. Good. So, yeah. Come on. Go, Jen. Um, I think it's also really important, like, if you are having a really hard time with your spouse, sometimes your significant other isn't, like, the best one to disciple you. So community is huge because if you have other married couples that, you know, uh, believe in God and they're rooting for your marriage and that they want the best for you, allow them um, to speak into your marriage because you, when you're in that like mess of anger or that mess of um, unfaithfulness, someone could speak into your marriage who could clearly see what's going on. And I think that has been a huge part um, of why our marriage has been um, successful, and it's only a baby marriage, right? Because it's only five years. <laughs> Thinking of last week's couples that came up. Um, but tough times will come no matter what. Yeah. So if you already established that community, uh, like the groups, yeah. um, that's beautiful because, again, they know you. They, they know, um, they may know your trigger points when you share it with them, right. but um, you want people that are in your corner fighting with you for your marriage yeah, so yeah. they could disciple you individually. I can't, I, I can't stress that enough that if you're going through a difficulty right now, whether you're a young married couple or maybe you're living together and trying to figure it out and, uh, you know, or an elderly, older married couple and, and I mean, maybe like we've been married almost 36 years coming up and, and if you've been married for a while and, and, and you're still struggling, come on, can, can I just encourage you? Uh, humble yourself and ask for some help because uh, man 
God wants to make this thing work, and he wants you to be able to uh, uh, be connected together, even for the last several years of your life as a married couple, for it to be enjoyable. Uh, maybe the first 20 or 25 has been challenging, but that doesn't mean it has to be that way. So let's get some help. Find a mentor. Uh, get some resources. There's so much stuff online or even that, but but to Jen's point, some of these here, you know, just find a partner. Come on, find a buddy. Find somebody further down the road that can walk you through and just say, hey, you know, would you have coffee with us? We just want to talk about some stuff. And, and from that, uh, maybe it'll be a relationship that will help you navigate some deep waters that you're in. Hey, one more question. Uh, then we're going to kind of like just uh, give it up for these guys. Um, um, do you guys have regularly scheduled date nights? I mean, how do you guys, you know, fun? How, how do you handle that? Do you guys say, hey, f every Friday night, that's what we do? W what do you do? Come on, Brittany, Tony, start us. We take them when we get them. <laughs> we don't have them. They're not regularly Listen, these scheduled. Guys, these guys, I don't know about everybody, but I know these guys right here. These guys are foodies. Every time I see, they're out to breakfast, they're eating, they're kind of, come on. How many people are foodies out there? Come on, we got the eaters out there. All right, okay. Yeah. Uh, like Brittany said, we take them when we get them. Taylor, she expects to be on every single one of our dates. And, and you know, we're blessed to have family that we can, you know, you're going to go stay with your pop and your umma for a little bit. Hey, hey, and we'll hey. go there for hours. So we try to make it a priority, but she does come with us quite often. But, uh, yeah, we we definitely try to have our date nights. All right. Kevin, Paula, you guys have date nights? What do you do? How do you, how do you work that out? Um, we'll, we'll try to plan out our date nights, but just like them, it will take them as we get them with two kids. Eloise wants to be with us constantly. Um, but... I mean, yeah, we, we're lucky too. We have, we moved back here so we can have our kids um, taken care of while we want to go out and just enjoy and talk to each other. Yeah. Um, I think our date nights are on the couch, but most night, like we don't make it even on the couch sometimes. <laughs> um, and it, even if we do make it on I the couch. I don't know what that means. I don't know if we're going to go oh, into no, that. No, no. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. She my was, mind went a whole different was, direction. I don't know what this, you were thinking. She was saying this yet last night. I was like, that doesn't, that's going to sound <laughs> different coming, saying that. But she's talking about just sitting on the couch, watching TV, yeah. relaxing. <laughs> and Ordering things online or anything like that. We, we, most nights we don't even make it there. And then if we do make it to the couch, we both have our laptops. He's doing homework yeah. and I'll be working, but... That's that's what we have, and part we of, love it. Part we of it is just it. being together. Come on, isn't it just being right together? Right now, to us, cool. that's enough. Cool. And it's extra if we get to yeah, go, yeah. Get to go on out. a date. Come night. on, what do you guys do? Date nights? What do you do? Yeah, we're blessed as well. We have family that are um, close by, so if we need babysitters, we'll have them. So, you know, whenever we do have time, um, we'll try to go out, go have dinner, watch a movie, or, you know, just kind of go and just go out and be together without yeah. having to worry about the kids. Yeah. Just charges you up, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Jordana, anything? Yeah? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Um, we like to spend time together, a nighttime together, watching movies, talking. But other than that, it's the kids. Yeah. They're always there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well. They're right there, yeah, creeping right there. in. They're right there. Well, if it got too quiet, you're going to have another child. So that's why. That's why they're right there. They're Jack, hey, Jen. Um, we've been very blessed. Um, more recently, our business has been growing, so that uh, that requires a lot more of his time. Um, so I've been 
trying to be more involved with a lot of different things. Um, but I still kind of at least want one or two date nights a month. Um, and that could be anything. It could be like from picking up takeout and then watching a movie on Netflix at home. It doesn't have to be anything yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, but Good. That's pretty much. Good. Jack? One to two a month. This is the first time I'm hearing so. Okay, so much a month. <laughs> negotiating right now. Negotiating going on. Uh, years ago, when Kim and I first got married, uh, we, we were dirt poor. We, we got married in Oklahoma right after, a week after we got out of Bible school. We're both working retail for, you know, we're living on $1,000 a month or something. We're, we're, I mean, we're poor. And so, honestly, I told her, baby, this isn't the way it's always going to be, but we're poor, poor right now. And we can't, you know, uh, we really can't spend a lot of money doing a lot of other things and just living. And so, uh, I'd say, let's go to the mall. Let's just go to the mall. And we'd hold hands and we'd walk around the mall like we owned it. And, and we'd look in shops and we'd point and kind of like, oh man, you know, like one day, <laughs> you know, get a chance to buy a new shirt one day. Uh, 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 but, but honestly, we, we, we would go and we would like, we ain't got money for a Coke. We'd just drink some water. Honestly. So that's 1984. And uh, uh, God's been good to us. But wherever you're at, there's just something about just being together and just having that alone time. Uh, you know, fight for it with your kids a little bit. You know, I'd say to all of y'all, uh, figure that out, uh, you know, and just have, have that alone time. It doesn't have to be Hawaii, although Hawaii's nice. Um, we've got so much stuff here that we can do where you just make it happen. Uh, and so find your groove, find your lane. And because um, we want to make it to the finish line where I, 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 I have always wanted this, where, where Kimber and I, you know, we don't, we don't tolerate each other. You want to be with each other. And so that, that, that takes on nuances through time and schedule and stuff starts changing in your body and man, you start getting older and, and man, and then pressure with kids. And I used to think when the kids were, you know, Brittany's ages, you're, you're what, you're like 30 now or something or 31 or ever, how old you are. And I'm thinking by the time I said, by the time that, by the time they're that old, they're on their own. No, they're not. Cause you're going to be thinking about them all the time. And, and so there's a whole nother emotional connection so this marriage thing is deep this marriage thing God wants it to work and so uh, can't stress enough where you're at a couple thoughts again just keep seeking God put him first put him first find some time where you can just be raw open vulnerable with your spouse let them letting them know where you're at and if you need to talk about things even further, you know, again, as we heard, just honoring the time commitment with one another and how they process, that's, that's real. I, I need to constantly work on that because I, man, when I start talking about stuff, I got a list. I got a list. That's the way my mind thinks. And then what about this? And what about that? And, and Kimberly's really adapted to me over the course of the years. I, I've always been an early riser and she would sleep real, uh, you know, just stay up late and sleep in a little bit. And, and she's completely flipped the script on me. And so just figure out how you can work it all together for the glory of God. Because marriage isn't just to make you happy. Marriage is to make you holy. Holy. Mirroring how Christ loves the church. That's what I want my marriage to be like. So my kids say, not perfect parents, but but man, they sure did love Jesus and they did love one another. And, and hopefully we're, we're mirroring that in our community. And, and uh, again, to God be the glory. Amen. Come on, give it up for our panel up here. Would you do that? Didn't it be great? Come on, what a great, great, great 
bunch of people this morning. Come on, bow your head, close your eyes. Would you do that right there? Father, we're so